If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hey there, faithful listeners. Do you want to help keep my podcast stay free to download with minimal ads? You know I want that. I can only assume that you want that too. Too many commercials is a drag. Well, do me a favor and take a quick listener survey to help support the show. Your responses will help align the appropriate advertisers to my audience. And don't worry, the survey is short and completely anonymous and takes no more than five minutes. Just go to www.podcastone.com backslash my survey or go to www.podcastone.com and click the survey banner. It's easy. If you filled the survey out in the past, thank you, but we still need you to do it again. You're doing all of us a huge favor by filling it out. Thank you for supporting the show and taking the time to complete the survey. Don't forget to vote Zuckerman off the island. Now go get on that survey. Now Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston, and recorded live from the porch of the famous Malibu Kitchen. Now, here's Spike. Here we are, Zuckerman. Keep the music going, Will. It's Saturday. We're here in the porch in Malibu at the lovely Malibu Kitchen. I'm looking across here, and Bill, the proprietor, is playing with a little toy poodle dog of some kind. You feel good, Zuckerman? I feel good. I'm doing the Conor McGregor arms. <laughs> the Conor I'm, McGregor I'm arms. I'm my arms and I'm ready to fight. Well, I don't know when this show is actually going to air. So, tonight, yes, while we're recording, this is the Conor McGregor fight. This is the big night of the Conor McGregor fight and the Mayweather fight. It's already happened, though. Listeners already know what happened, but let's make our predictions right now. Well, my prediction is is that if you and I go in the backyard before the fight and do yes. an undercard, I think I can take you. <laughs> We're going to watch it tonight. I've got uh, pizza from Vito's. I've got my boys. You're going to bring your boy over. My wife is leaving for the evening yeah. to go to some political whatever. Yeah. And, I, and we're going to watch guys beat the crap out of each other. It's going to be excellent. No, and, come on. And, and chances are we'll be disappointed. My prediction is... There's it's no a disappointment. Bit. I mean, dude, what prediction? We've we've been around for a long time, you and I. What happens to the white guy in a fight like this? He's going to get his clock cleaned. He's going to get his clock cleaned. <laughs> clean. What was that old, the old game? You knocked my block off. He's going he's gonna to be bloody. He's going to be laying down. He's going to be he's gonna be hurt. But I am rooting for Connor. I'm an Irishman myself. And I and I like him a little more than I like Mayweather. And I, I like the way he walks. He does that weird muscly walking thing with his arms. But yes. I didn't you just see me do that? It was exactly the same. Yeah, but you and I both believe that he's uh, that he's going down, right? He's going down. He's, he's totally going down. The boxer in, is gonna is gonna give him a beating. 
Yes, I think so, too. You know, as I was driving out here in my GT3, I was alone on Sunset Boulevard, flying down, I think, right by 26th Street there as I headed into the Palisades. And then as as I came around, there's a park there. What is that state park? Will, Will Rogers. Will Rogers State Park. And up ahead of me is this red 964 Porsche 911. And, and the light turns green, and this 911 pulls into the other traffic's lane, and I see the guy's hand go out the window, flip him off. I start beeping. By the way, GT3 has lovely horn. These two guys are fighting, and they're holding me up, but it was a guy in a Porsche. As I race forward just to drive next to the Porsche, who was it? That was doing this. Okay, you caught it was, me. It was you. <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> Road what raging. You? What were okay. you? What the, the hell guy, was going the guy, on? He didn't like the fact that my lights were on and right. that, that I didn't want to go as slow <laughs> as him. Yes. And then when we pulled up to a light, he gave me some weird, like, How Buddhist... old was this poor man that you were menacing? Uh, okay, I'm old, and he was the same equally old age. And <laughs> and he gave me, like, some Buddha praying hands, which seemed like he was supplicating to me, like he was begging me to do something. And then he gave me the finger. So then I said to him, hey, Buddha... Buddha, how about I rearrange your nose? <laughs> you said that? I said I had something along you those lines. You sound like things. a 1930s tough guy. Hey, Buddha, how about I rearrange your nose? <laughs> and how did he respond to this? He didn't like it, but he shouldn't give the finger. <laughs> and did you hear me beeping behind you, like, get going? And I was ready to take you on. Do you know how happy I was to find out that this was you, that I caught you in this ugly moment in your life? Zuckerman, oh, well, aren't listen, you better than this? Aren't I, we supposed to be a little better than this? I go to a lot of therapy, so this doesn't happen. Uh, maybe I should <laughs> ask for my money back. <laughs> Has it improved? You're going to be you're going to be my proof yes. that, that I'm not getting. I'm going to tell the doctor I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't supposed. Well, to we happen. had a lovely drive, and then I, you know, I kicked it in the high gear, and I lost you. But um, yeah, we have a great you. show today. You know who we're going to meet in a minute? Who? Um, you know what the Velocity Channel is, right? They yeah. have a new show, uh, not a new show, uh, a show that's been on. They're going into their fourth season. It's called Garage Squad, and they have uh, one of the lovely hosts, Heather Storm, Wow, is going to be with us. Wow, she's famous. She sounds like a, uh, a newscaster, right? First question I'm going to ask her, is Storm her real last name? Because she sounds like someone that would be doing the weather. On like Dallas L- Rains? Yeah, like Dallas <laughs> Rains, exactly. <laughs> or Storm Fields. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a guy named yeah. Storm Fields? Yeah. Yeah, one of those guys. But uh, but apparently she's uh, way into the car thing, and she's going to join us to talk about season four of the show, which yes. I guess began August 30th. I have not seen it yet, but I can tell right now mm. it's a show I want to watch. You know why? Because I've actually been out pitching this show, and these guys already have it on the air. <laughs> the idea is this, this squad of car dudes and gals show up to a guy's garage who's got a car that needs to be restored, and they help him restore it and put it together. It's a pretty good idea, right? As long as it's not really just you know, smoke and mirrors and fraudulent after it's over. Of course it is, over. but I wish I had thought of it four <laughs> years ago like they did, because maybe yeah, she, okay, but th- she'd be interviewing me right of? now. Wasn't that show already done? I don't think Pimp so. Pimp My Ride. Isn't Pimp My Ride the same oh, show? Oh, that was a completely fake show with a hip-hop rapper guy. Yeah, they, they weren't even making cars. Here, I, I see her coming up right now. She's looking around. She's there. She's lifting her glasses. She acknowledges. She's acknowledging. Here she is, everybody. Heather Storm is walking up. Hey, Very guys. Very nice to meet you. I'm Spike. This is the real Zuckerman. He's a... 
He's a personal injury attorney, but he's also a vile human being. So keep your distance Ooh, from him. Oh, yeah, I'm going to sit scary. back a little bit. He's here. a scary <laughs> guy. You he's can giving tell. me the eye right yeah. now. He's wearing an interesting. <laughs> you can eye. see he's wearing a little straw hat for some reason. <laughs> well, it, it looks a, like it has a bite out it of it. Has a on bite this. out of it too. What the hell's going on with your hat? Because it's going to be very hot today, and I don't have a lot of hair, and I don't want to get a melanoma. No, but why no, is the it bite. the bite? The bite. It's old. It's vintage. <laughs> it's a vintage. It was. Heather, what do you think? I don't know. I think it looks like someone took a chunk out of that. What did you do? I have been menacing people. It looks today. like mice. Mice have eaten it, eaten away. Well, well you anyway. did say he was vile. So he is vile. He's a good. Know. He's a good man, though, too. Heather, it's very Thank nice you. to meet you. Um, what did you drive out here? I drove uh, my BMW 428. Oh yeah. I'm about to turn that in, though. Do you live oh. here? Do you live here in LA? I live in Los Angeles half the year, about seven months, because when we're filming uh, Garage Squad, I'm in Chicago. And where do you? Go? Oh, you shoot that thing in in Chicago. Chicago, Chicago land, all around there. Okay. The yeah. uh, first question I have: Storm, Heather Storm. That's Sounds right. like a weather man, That's weather right. woman name. Dallas Rain. Is, is Storm a real name? Is it the, is. It yeah. is a real name. Yeah, yeah. So what are the storms? What nationality are the storms? German. The Germans. Mm-hmm. Germans. Well, I, don't, I haven't done the ancestry <laughs> thing, so I don't know. Well, yeah, careful. <laughs> you're, making, you're making Zuckerman nervous. You know what? I haven't ever done the ancestry thing, so I don't know. All, you know, you get told you're one thing as a kid growing up. But you, you look You're very, really big mutt. And where did, and where did you grow up? Um, originally Philadelphia till I was 12. Uh-huh. And then my mm. family decided to pack up. My dad wanted to be a cowboy, so we moved to small town Montana, 8,000 wow. people. That's yeah. a pretty cool place. I like Montana. Really no speed big jump. Limits, but no <laughs> speed limits, right? There wasn't before, but they actually reinstituted them. What yeah. is the speed limit in Montana? I don't know. I haven't been there in a long 85. time. I, I, that it would can't be nice. Be real. 90, you know. But they did release them. I, honestly, you can see forever. I mean, right, you can right. literally see forever. You don't need a speed limit because you can see 10 miles down what the road. What is there to see, though? There's no one there. It's true. Well, what, you, what happens is you see a town sign. And like, you pass a town. You see one building. And I was like, that was the town of <laughs> Oh, my God. So <laughs> now, so you, you're uh, co-hosting a car show? How many That's hosts right. do you have I'm on the show? That's right. I'm a series um, on Garage Squad. <clears throat> right. Uh, co-host. And I'll spell this here. Garage Squad is Velocity Channel. You guys just started your fourth season August 30th, right? Am I doing we, all right? We premiere on August 30th, oh and we're God. coming out with one-hour episodes. So wow. myself and Bruno Massel, he's a drag racer. Um, we are the main co-hosts along with Joe Zulper, who's also the lead builder on the show. Okay. Yeah. And so tell everybody the premise of the show. So Garage Squad it. is a show where people submit their classic cars. So they've had a garage uh, car sitting around for who knows how long, very long time sometimes, and they submit it on garagesquad.tv. We've gotten over 12,000 submissions come each on. year for these cars and that come from all over the world. Right now we're just in Chicago land, so we go through the submissions, find a car that we can actually fix up in a week or so, um, and we make a show out of that. We go to the owner's garage, we set up shop, we back up the van, unload our tools, set up shop in their garage, and get it done. Wow. So you guys restore the car with the owner? Or That's right. Yeah. And what do you mm-hmm. and what do you do? What's I help out on all expertise? aspects. Yeah. I know. I've seen you under cars and changing brake pads and things. Yes. But I'm wh- more of an expert on the interior, I would You're say. You're the interior yeah. girl. But, uh, but, as, but as far <laughs> as it goes, I, I do all aspects of the show. Whatever they want to get me on. I help Ronnie out working on the rear right. end. I help the brakes, whatever. The so engine. how long? So so you come to my garage. I have an old thing that I want restored. Who's you got paying? lucky. Is, is, and the, you got <laughs> is the show paying for it? Yeah, you got lucky. You got chosen. And, and, and we're paying and for it. How much fakery is going on here? Is yes, there fakery yes. or is it you, know you guys what? really doing this? It's really us doing it. There is no one else. Velocity is the real deal. They're the real, they've got the real car shows, in my opinion. Except for Wayne Carini's mustache, which we know is, is fake. <laughs> 
I don't know. The mustache is fake. I think I tugged on that thing when you're a seaman. It was real. That's a Yosemite Sam network note. They said, give him a mustache just to disguise a little more of the face. But I know that's the only part, fake part of Velocity. So it's a real deal. It's a real deal. So are producers there? How far ahead of time to kind of analyze the car and figure out, like, because a, a here's how it works. Here's no, how wait, it works. Wait, wait. A restoration okay. can take a couple years. Of years. It can a real restoration. How are you guys uh, putting this into one week? One good point Without is we fakery. are not fully restoring. We are simply rescuing. Oh, so we good. are getting it Refreshing. up and going. Right. Uh, we are not. Sometimes we paint, but usually not, just depending on, you know, what the build is and what the rest of it entails, because we are on a very limited time. Like you said, restorations can take up to years. We have less than a week to get the car done. So we we come in, um, Joe goes and analyzes the car ahead of time and sees, you know, what can be done to it and if it's really going to work for us, right? So so this car probably isn't running, so it's getting Oh, yeah, they're never running. Do you guys paint? Sometimes. So Sometimes. I think we've painted twice this season. It takes a lot of extra days when right, we paint, right. so it, it takes away from some of the mechanical work we need to get done. So it depends on how much other things need to get done and if the car really needs it. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have a plan for that. But some of the paint jobs we do this year what are really it, What fantastic. have been the biggest surprises in four seasons? What, what's the show that went wrong? Where you show up and there's, like, rats living in the car. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's definitely real where they show up. We had uh, the guys, uh, one of the first episodes I worked on, the guys locked me in the car uh, with a rat in there. Yeah, they're like, Heather, check out the interior. And then they closed it and locked me in there. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's really a rat in here. (laughs) There was? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. It was dead. dead. It was dead. It was dead. We named him Mr. Jingles. (laughs) 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 But, um, you know, a lot of the surprises come from the fact that there are so many different pieces that need to go on this car that you don't always know. I mean, one of the cars we did this season, we just didn't have one little piece on the drive shaft linkage to work correctly. Uh And people kept coming in last minute to get and it was all the same size and none well, how, of that size how worked. do you handle that when you're in the middle of people nowhere are how do you calling get parts? friends people are calling whoever they can to get things parts so I mean, you we're make, scrounging for parts you make the guy or the the the, the woman whose car it is call around uh, to no we're find also stuff. calling around too you are yeah, right yeah, and yeah. producers as well uh usually the mechanics myself bruno joe we're, we're we're doing anything we can to make sure we can find the wow. parts and how did you guys now change the show from a half hour to an hour what did you blow out to make it bigger yeah, well, we had a lot of input from fans that they wanted to see more of the builds. And honestly, in a half an hour, which ends up like 22 minutes, uh-huh. I mean, you really, it's like slam, bam, yep, cars together, right, runs right, great. Right. You know, we yeah. didn't really see what goes into it or a lot of those moments where we're like, oh, crap. And they're just like, it looks so easy. And we're like, well, uh-huh. it wasn't really as easy as we make it look on TV um, because you don't get all of those moments. So in the hour, you get more of those moments right, and you get right. more of the story as well. I mean, this this year, we really went in to find the stories that really were meaningful, mm-hmm. meaning why is the car important to get fixed up, you know? Because, I mean, there's a lot of different... Everyone wants their car fixed up, but why do we choose them? It also goes into the story and and what maybe what the family's been through and why they really can't get it. Like, they're really in need of of our help. They're never going to get this car done without us, you know? So you get to really understand more of the story and why we chose the vehicles as Mm -hmm. well, and you get the more ins and outs of things that went wrong and how we fixed them (laughs) and and the funny (laughs) moments as well. So it's a lot more fun, I think. Wow. Um... Now, when, with showing these builds, what are the scenes you're showing? 
specifically. Because I like that. I like that the fans, don't you, Zuckerman? They want to see how stuff is built and how stuff is made. Of course. It's interesting, isn't it? They want to see what goes into Why it. Bi- I, but I like, uh, I like that. I like the backstory. I want to know I want to know how the car arrived there, what it okay. means to the family, but too. People, but I, like to, I do like to see what they're doing to get it going. People complain about build shows, but they are the only car shows that work. Uh, aren't, really? com- aren't complaints good? <laughs> don't huh? you want to have complaints? People will always find something to complain no, I mean, about. <laughs> you know, I think I think there's a hip car internet. You know, I won't name the sites, but they're too cool for school, and they seem to attack these types of shows. My show too. They, but the the, the reality is everybody's watching them. That we like these shows. You know what I mean? Like there's an internet uh, car cool that doesn't do that stuff, and then there's the TV shows that kind of takes it apart and. There are people like me who like watching it and le- learning about how this is done. I agree, and I, I find it engaging. And I think the fact that people do watch and complain is because they're engaged also. <laughs> it's true. They're into it. They're rooting for one side or another. They're they're invested if they're complaining. You know, Zuckerman That's almost true. ran someone off the road this morning. This having, morning, just yeah. this morning. Sometimes huh? I have temper. <laughs> <laughs> had you had your coffee yet? Maybe too much. <laughs> okay. Neither of us had eaten. Well, I was behind him five cars. I didn't know it was him. And I was like, who is this asshole? Oh. <laughs> and I'm blasting the horn. Go! Stop yelling at the guy. And it was Zuckerman. That's hilarious. I, I Zuckerman. You always have to remember that anything you do can be seen <laughs> by somebody you know. But I stand by my decision to threaten to punch, to punch this guy in the nose. He gave me the finger for no reason. And I think it's so rude. Don't you hate that? So rude. I, I feel like I wish I could have gone out and snapped it off and thrown it into the street. <laughs> Did you ever get wrote? Ro- Rage, oh, I often get road rage. What do you I, do? I 100% get road rage. You don't flip rage. people You're off. You're a finger giver. She oh, is. Oh, well, here's the deal. Don't, you know, you so don't want to do that It here. depends. What I, I, I give an, It's a give and take for me. Sometimes I'm really pissed <laughs> off, and sometimes I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead. Just you go. can go. Yeah. Wait, is best? it the give and take in the fight? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like sometimes <laughs> you know I feel nice, you. and I'll let people go in front of me, and sometimes I don't feel nice. I'm in a hurry. It's not nice. You're being rude. You know what? I guess it's, to me it's social responsibility when you're driving. You have a responsibility to be somewhat courteous and respect the rules right. of the road. When people don't, it pisses me off. I had a guy who was turning left onto the freeway, and there was a car in front of me, and we had to turn left across traffic to get in and this other car comes from the right of us and gets in front of both of us and is blocking us from even turning i just started honking i laid on my horn the whole time until we went yeah what are you doing what are you doing i am not laying off this horn and i don't care and it didn't change anything but the point was, <laughs> I knew, okay? And it, and it relieved you. You were the sufferer. Yes. You were suffering in the situation. That's right. And you needed to do that to relieve it your suffering. It me up. And yeah. I See, like, I believe, I believe yes, you so are allowed to say whatever you want within your car with the windows up. Absolutely. To feel better. You do. I do it all the time. I, I don't flip people off. Right. I rarely okay. flip people now, off. Now, what about I'm when somebody honest, else is in your car, rarely. though? But I wave. No, you got to behave. You gotta wave because too many people have guns here. It is scary. You're gonna get shot. I- I'm surprised at how many young women flip me off. <laughs> you just get you. What are you doing? You pull, up, you, pull up, on his face. you pull up next to them and you're like, you want to say, look, I- I'm not gonna rip you out of that car and throw you into the forest, but somebody's going to. You haven't learned this lesson yet. Don't don't do that. Here. But why are so many women flipping you off in the car? I, I don't know. Oh, well, <laughs> you no, know, here you know you know what how you every car. I drive a lot of different cars, and everyone has a different outward personality. Right. And some of them, 
like the Range Rover Sport when it's on the highest suspension setting. You're an asshole. I'm an aggressive. <laughs> a- no matter where I am on the road, right. but right. if I pull up next to someone, they're flipping me off. I've they- done something wrong. And if you're in the VW Bug, you're everyone's best friend. If I'm friend. in the VW Beetle, they're your peace signs. Yeah. Police they're blowing exactly smoke right. at they're you. They're laughing, <laughs> thumbs up. I can do whatever I want in that yeah. car. Porsche's kind of right in the middle. Right? Right. Really? So the Range Rover, you're the biggest dick. If I drive my wife's Prius, forget it. I'm a victim on the road. Well, you can't go in that car. Well, you can do, you can get away, you can run stop signs right in front of the police. They do not care. Really? But you're also a victim. People are going to walk all over you in that car. Yeah. Well, it's the hesitation in the Priuses because the, it doesn't go right away. And, you know, in, especially in left turns. No, there's if I have a Priuses fasty in, mode in it. Well, no one's using it. No, I, I do it. You put it on the little B. You put the thing on the B and then you put, you take it off eco mode. Great. Tell everybody that. So <laughs> put your foot and on the, the gas work. and but go. It's, it's like, he's telling it's you like dri- driving or refrigerator down the street is what it feels like. And he like. feels emasculated in the car. Yeah. I think that's the subtext. Yeah. There are many days where I like being, I like taking myself out of the game in that car. I'm so just, you feel I'm like you're just gone. You're not part of the, you're not part of the part race. Of anything. Not a man anymore. <laughs> I'm not. Him up. I have uh, humility. I'm a five. I'm not a one. I'm right. not a ten. I'm just a guy. A man among men. Not even a man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's only one. I, I agree with. I agree with. Paul All right, here. Heather. I want to talk about you. Uh, what uh, are you? Do you call yourself or consider yourself a car person? Did you come at this from a different angle? Where Where are you on the car scale? Where does it start for you? At what age? Well, it starts for me with my father when I was young. I have a picture that I have to find where my dad had a motorcycle, and I'm like two years old, and I'm handing him a what wrench. What kind of motorcycle? A Harley. Yeah, really? a Harley. He's a Harley. I don't guy. know what kind. I was two, so That's I cool. don't remember. All right. Um, and then when we moved to Montana, uh, then he got an El Camino somewhere along the way. I helped oh, him with that. Yes. Yeah. I was mortified when he first pulled up with it. <laughs> like, what is this car? He's like, Please it's our new take car. Me to school in that, Dad. Then he pulled up to pick me up at school. Oh, yeah. And, had to just, and I didn't know. And it like, got rid of our other car. I can't remember what it was. And then pulled up, and I didn't even recognize, like, honk, honk. And I'm like, oh, no, that's oh, not for me. Much. Were you embarrassed by that? Oh, I was super embarrassed. How old yeah. were you at that point? I would say I was like 10. It was right before You're Montana. You're too young to appreciate yeah, the greatness I didn't appreciate. of that car. I didn't at that sure, time. Yes. I was like, what is this? I don't understand this uh-huh. car at all. It's a truck. Is it a car? He's like, it's our new car. And it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so this was his daily driver. Uh, I think he did for a little while, but we I had he had guy. multiple cars. He was what does really he do into for them. Living? Well, he's passed away now, so he's not alive anymore. So, but he, well, he's doing nothing. Then. He's not doing but anything. What did anymore. he do back in the day? Uh, he was an anesthesiologist. Oh wow, a doctor. Yeah, a doctor at an El Camino. Yeah. how cool is that? Yeah. Doctor Storm, you the know, pill man. He was a man, man. I would say. <laughs> doctor Storm's El Camino. Doctor Storm's coming yeah. with a needle. That's right. Yeah, you better be careful. <laughs> but you know, that, you know, that does bring up a good point. States of stupor were his specialty, yeah, so really you never want you to come. Back from, I want you to count back from 100. Wait a minute. Are you the guy in the El Camino? Yeah. In the parking yep. lot? Aren't you the pool man? 99? And then yep. it goes under. Better be careful. I love that. So did he collect cars? Uh, he didn't collect them. He just liked to work on cars. He, he liked cars. I remember at one point um, he had to retake his driving test, so apparently he liked to drive really fast. <laughs> Why did he have to retake it? You know, I think I probably wasn't told the correct story because <laughs> I was young. So it was he like, was Dad has to go to the DMV and redo. anesthesia <laughs> like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Let's go redo me, the driving test this year. Get me some of that milky syrup. He had some Dad, spoil- I'm driving without a speed limit. Yeah, no speed limits, hey. No speed limit. How do you get pulled over? That's what the cargo bay was for the El Camino in the to back. To lie in there while he's driving. We rode in the back of that El Camino as kids, my brother and I. Yeah, what a great, bouncing around. I love great that. Great car. Yeah. I mean, when you could do that. I don't think you could do no that way. anymore. So he's got the El Camino. 
and motorcycles. He's yeah. imprinting this on you. You have exactly. brothers and sisters? I have or is one it brother, you? younger brother. Oh, you're um, the oldest. I'm there the you oldest, go. and I was. he sense. wanted to make me a tomboy. It was right. like, I needed to know how to drive a stick. I needed right. how to use tools. Yep. It was, all, it was like, you need to know how to shoot guns. You need to know how to do all nice. the things. And then you'll be set for life, apparently. But I don't know. <laughs> he was right. He was right. Look at you now. It really, his thing was he didn't want me to have to rely on a man. Right. He wanted me to be a self-sufficient, independent woman. It may have gone a little too far. I don't know. <laughs> well, what is that like for you in a man's world? Because the car world is predominantly a guy's world. Are you treated as an equal or not? Um, do men know, talk found, down to you uh, about well, cars? I mean, at times, yeah. But ultimately, I found that there's a lot of respect for women who have an interest in cars. Right. You know? yeah. I, I feel like guys are right. at, at once enamored a little bit and intrigued. And then also, like... Uh, it, maybe it's respect, Zuckerman. Or maybe we're just happy to have some women around. Yeah, or thing. maybe that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, because it's all of... It's just us it's in bad cargo party. shorts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> standing around talking about cars with our hands behind our back. Yeah, it's nice to have a pretty face come so, on the screen so scene once in a while. Absolutely. Did you... You grow up desiring a car, or uh, uh, were there cars that you hung up on a poster on your wall growing up, or um, what you was know, the first thing you really wanted? I don't think that I grew up like thinking I need to have a certain car. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really thinking of it in those terms. It was kind of like my first car was like an '86 Bonneville. Right. My aunt donated yep. it, and it was like, "Here you go. This is your car." You Me know, too. I exactly beat the crap that. out of that car. I'll tell you right. what. I mean, by the time my brother got it as a hand-me-down, there was a chain holding the hood on. Awesome. I mean, it <laughs> I was driving out in Montana. You know, wow. I like to see push that car to its limits. <laughs> so I was just kind of more testing things all the time. And you hanging know? out with your friends and hanging out with my friends. I had the car. So, you right, know. that's all that my car was. My first car was the yeah. same thing. I was the driver with all my friends in the passenger seats, you know, and we'd go out into the hills of Montana and just cause trouble. I miss <laughs> those cars, Zuckerman. I had a, a Torino 500 was the first one. My friend Ray Ponte had a Ford Grand Torino, green with a green interior, like oh. an army green. I went from that into a white Mercury Montego, which I promptly crashed into a telephone pole. You know, old, those big, great, old, big barreling yeah. pieces the whole telephone shit. pole thing. And too. we would yeah. go out. I mean, on the weekends, we would drive out into the woods. We would turn on, uh, you know, whatever radio station we could get. I remember once just sitting back, drinking beers and listening to Led Zeppelin play live at Madison Square Garden right. in a Ford green Ford Grand Torino nice. just for three hours. The four of us just grooving on it. Right. I <laughs> yeah. I you know bet. what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, and it's just one, of the, one of the greatest nights ever. Right? It was magic. That, that teenage magic. Teenage magic. All right. We'll be back with Heather Storm in one minute after this. By now, everyone knows the Dollar Shave Club ships amazing razors for a few bucks. I've been a member for a while now, and I love my shave. What you might not know, and I truly didn't know this, is that Dollar Shave Club also has products for pretty much everything I need in the bathroom. That means like body wash, shampoo, hair gel, lip balm, the whole deal. As soon as I heard Dollar Shave Club had stuff other than razors, I was totally sold. At the store, there are too many options, and you can't tell the difference between any of them. Then if you have any questions, the clerk, you know you know who they're hiring down there, they don't know the difference either, so they can't really help you. They're not experts on the products. But DSC makes it easy and convenient for you to upgrade your shave and your bathroom. Now you don't have to step foot in a store to get high-quality shave and grooming products. We'll deliver them right to your door. Just like their razors, everything is super high quality and left me looking and feeling amazing. From premium ingredients to sophisticated scents, DSC is changing the game. Now, if you're like me and sick of the nonsense at the store, now's the time to try out Dollar Shave Club. 
For a limited time only, DSC is basically giving away their starter set to new members. For only five bucks, that's it, five bucks, this starter set features their executive razor and three trial size versions of their most popular products that help you stay fresh and clean. In your first box, you will receive their shave butter. I've used it. I love it. Your face comes out feeling really soft. Their body wash and their one wipe Charlie's butt wipes. I'm not going to tell you if I've used those. But had I used them, you can probably hear me smiling right now. Though I am very much into the wipe experience. Yeah. Thanks to Howard Stern. Okay. Who talks about that all the time. Right. Where he had his kids, the baby wipes, and then the baby wipes. Thing. He's right. <laughs> You will also receive their Executive Razor, which includes their premium weighty handle and full cassette cartridges. After the first box, replacement cartridges are sent only for a few bucks a month. This offer is exclusively available at dollarshaveclub.com slash spike for me. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash spike. Dollar Shave Club's high-quality products will have you covered from face cheeks to, that's right, butt cheeks, there is no better time to try the club. Here at Podcast One, we love hearing from you. We read every tweet and comment you send our way. So don't miss your chance to take our summer listener survey. Just go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. Or go to podcastone.com slash mysurvey. It only takes a few minutes, and it gives you the opportunity to make a direct impact on your favorite shows. Tell us how you really feel so we can get to know you better. We value your thoughts and participation. So check out the survey at podcastone.com slash mysurvey. Or click on the survey banner on podcast. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. We're back here on the porch at the Malibu Kitchen. You're in Malibu with Heather Storm from Velocity's Keep uh, Velocity's Garage Squad. Garage Squad. That's it's kind right. of a superhero name. Velocity's Garage Squad. Starting season four a couple weeks ago. No, um, yeah, not well, we're about to we're about to start. August thirtieth. Oh, that's right. Well, this will air after August 30th, okay, so it'll well, be a okay. couple weeks after. It's all right. <laughs> who do you, uh, you know, tonight's the big fight between uh, McGregor, uh, Conor McGregor and Mayweather. Yes, right, I who heard do, that. Who do you think? Who yeah. do you think is going to win? Ah, uh, that's a hard one. The fight has already the happened. The last fight really was... This is not a hard question. Disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last fight? What was the last... Let's see. So, see, so it's Mayweather that. and who now? Conor McGregor. Yeah, right? It's the, the crazy leprechaun guy who's an ultimate fighter mm. fighting a professional boxer. I'm going to go ultimate fighter. Really? That's who we want to win. Yeah. But he's well, going yeah, to get creamed. No, when we did the boxing when it was Mayweather and who was that? I don't, I don't know anything about yeah, Mayweather. Oh, Manny yes. Pacquiao. That yeah. fight was so disappointing. Boring, I was like, well, what is going on? Well, that's the problem. Well, that's defensive what, fighters. That's you want what, wild men. Right, this right. This one we is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I used to see a lot of UFC fights. So They're both car guys, by the way. They both have pretty cool car collections. You know, Mayweather it's a little out there. a lot of cars. Yeah. And they have that Scottie Pippen style of, you know, bling goes along with the car but um i don't know if i always like that bling bling but you know here we are we can't predict the future everybody's saying mayweather is just gonna clock this but isn't that just because he did on the last one no because one is a going guy's an ultimate fighter he's used to to kicking and prancing about he's not gonna be able to do that he can't do that apparently if he does do it he loses all this money but that'd be hard on your instinct because his instinct's immediately gonna be like oh knee no can't knee yeah right Exactly. Right. Right. And this other guy's been trained to fight a certain way. Well, everybody who's listening now knows that we were either completely right or completely <laughs> wrong. Anyway, we were talking about Garage Squad. Right. Wednesdays at 10 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time right. and Pacific. If it's Central, you've got to figure it out on your own. Just it's We're one just hour telling you Eastern and Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> you central people, you go figure it out. Anyway, Zuckerman, you had questions. You wanted to ask her. How does she get from? She gets from this little town. I in can Montana. I can answer that. All right. Wow. Because every pretty girl from every small town across America comes to Los Angeles. They come here. Is it a magnetic pole? Is no, it a force to, field? To because this is where things happen. To succeed. You mean yeah. why I came here? This is where things you happen. You and I came here for the same reason. Oh. But okay. it wasn't because we were pretty girls. The edge it's of the world over here. <laughs> we don't fit in in our small towns. And we, oh, there's a dog fight, ladies and gentlemen. A dog oh. fight is breaking out. It's two golden retrievers. Oh, this is why we're on the porch. <laughs> and she's frozen. Keep walking. Now remember, folks, if you bring your dogs to the porch at the Malibu kitchen, Bomber and Emma, Emmy, well, it's the problem. They're not. They're not fixed. not fixed. So he's aggressive. <laughs> is he so that golden retriever over there? Keep your dogs away. Otherwise, there's a, a fight worse than McGregor and Mayweather. He's really so, friendly anyway. to people, though. Go yes. ahead. I interrupted. Tell us why you came here. How did you get from Montana so well, far? Well, I away? went to school in Oregon first. I went to college She's in Oregon. Closer. Okay. So I, I yeah, I migrated a little bit west that way, uh, and then I went and did an internship in Puerto Rico. Um, and lived wow. on an island so for a year. So you're going much further yeah, away. Yeah, I went the way. So doing what? So what's the internship? I in was Puerto working Rico? for the Caribbean Alliance for Sustainable Tourism, um, designing green kits for, to keep the land beautiful in the Caribbean. So you, just kind of and, like and the world whoa. was saved as a result. And of the world your has been saved just very little bit. And how was <laughs> how much region. how much time did you spend there? About a year. It was beautiful. Yeah. I spoke Spanish and. You know, got a boyfriend there and did the whole life for like a year and it was great. And then I was like, I need to get off this island. (laughs) 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 I need to go do something with my life. What happened to the boyfriend? uh, I'm I'm surfing and I'm on that and it's great, but I I felt like I needed to do something. (laughs) He got left behind. Who knows? I had to go do my life. You know, that happens. Poor guy. (laughs) You have to move on. (laughs) Huh? Can you imagine her just dropping in the middle of nowhere in Puerto Rico and then she's like, I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah, See you I, later. I had LA calling my name, and so I, so, I so packed up this, and moved So, how out. does this car thing happen then? You're still pretty far away from the car thing in LA. You know. You guys know in the entertainment industry, you're just you're just putting it out there for all different things. So you were you know? coming out here to be on camera, and yeah. you weren't quite sure of the direction it was headed, like most people. Yeah, you know, I, I really wanted to do some hosting. I love traveling, and I knew uh-huh. what my interests were. And I just came down here. You don't know what's going to happen down here. It's a big, huge city, right? And uh, so. When the producers called about Garage Squad, they were looking for somebody who could get dirty and weren't afraid to be in a garage with a bunch of guys. Right. I said, yeah, that's me. That's so me. Wait. My dad prepped me for this my whole life. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Do you audition for that? Yeah, And how? And what is that audition process? I did a tape uh, with some sides did and they some make, knowledge about, yeah. So they gave you some pages. Mm-hmm. They gave you some sides or, or pages with dialogue Yeah, different types of dialogue and different kinds know. of improv scenarios right. where I had to improv with people that weren't there. And did they make the you... <laughs> did they make you put yourself on camera, or did you do it yourself? Yeah. Or I, did they do it? I had a friend just film me. You had a friend just uh, yeah, film me. Yeah, just she taped right. me, and we sent it in. And it was, Actually, a funny thing is, during the audition, I was just like, I don't even know if I want this project. You know, She's like, you look angry. You need to stop looking so angry. <laughs> <laughs> angry works is what I found. When you don't care, you're just like, I don't even know. I don't even care. No, but it's and, interesting. And they're like, yeah. hey, we want this girl who doesn't care. That's perfect for the show. We're, but you, you learned how to smile. <laughs> I did, I did. It's, I, it's funny, Zuck. I mean, one of the first things you learn when you're on camera is to smile like most people. And I, I did the same thing. It's like you, you forget you have to smile and people think you're not friendly. You have to force this smile Ooh, out of you. I would hate that. But it, looks, yeah. but it looks natural. Yeah, you don't have to do it here. But, but um, it's a very common thing. The other thing that really makes me crazy these days is how many, 
You know, the Top Gear uh, USA back in the day was in, kind of interested in, in me going there and auditioning for the host and they were like put yourself on tape and tell us about your car thing and I was like I'm not going to do a goddamn thing for you I've been doing this way too long to set up a camera in my right. uh, house and then <laughs> in my, right and then send something into you about cars you reach Just, a point where you feel like you shouldn't have to yeah, send I'm in not, a piece of tape I'm not doing that <laughs> not doing it somebody have to put your by the way down. I just come off three years of hosting Fox's late night show if you want to know who I am watch this show and you will get the idea but you but know anyways, they have I was no happy not to be on that show I, I like it but I wanted nothing to do with it I don't like the idea of having co-hosts you know but, sometimes though that they don't have imagination so they need you to see you do <clears throat> their show though it doesn't matter you, you did a great they gave you sides which is nice that gives you a clue at least what you have to talk about right which is these these dopes didn't do so yeah. they, they look at your tape and then they go you're in just like that um, no I think they had a couple people they were considering and then I got a call about five days before I needed to be in Chicago and uh, they said, hey, can you go there? And I said, yeah, sure. That's fantastic. Were you excited? I was super excited, And yeah. then why Chicago? What is the deal um, with Chicago? That's where the executive producers are out of, and the whole production team was set up initially. And there's, uh-huh. you know, that whole area is really into classic cars. I, no, yeah. I know, but you know, it, so there's a lot of so many of these there. networks want you to avoid any metropolitan area. They don't want a whiff of L.A., New York, mm. Chicago, you hear all the time. But it proves the point that, these shows work just fine when there's a good premise, good people hosting, and everybody loves cars everywhere. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter that it says Chicago, right? Well, Chicago well, not, land, which I never I'm heard. We're not like, in Ch- Chicago proper. That means oh, we're like number- in different areas yes. and small towns around so Chicago. Chicago land is, is, is not it, a real place. It, it encompasses it's, like all oh, the outskirts of the Chicago as well. I, yeah. did, you, I was convinced because I'd never been anywhere other than L.A. or New York. I just thought there was, hey, there's a Chicago land. Yeah, yeah it's next to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> all around it. But it's got the word Chicago in it. Yeah, like it, Hollywood it, land. because there's so many small little towns around there, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we go like an hour outside, up to two hours outside of Chicago, and we're you know we're we're going to someone's house out there. I mean, you know, we can't just so, if we made it such a small area, Capone, we wouldn't have enough. Al That's Cap- right, Al Capone, yeah. Chicago land. There's a lot of so history there. It's so cool. you get into this car realm. You and I are very similar because we kind of come from different areas of entertainment mm-hmm. in the world, and then you're led into this car thing. And suddenly there's this whole new area that you yeah. can, you know, make money and make appearances, do things. What What are the things now that people call you to do? Like, I would imagine right off the bat, we're going to spin this show off and give Heather her own show, right? <laughs> Storm the cars. The car storm. The Sturmer. The Sturmer. <laughs> well, I, do, I actually do co-host a podcast, Man Seeks Adventure, um, oh, yeah? with two guys. And we are Cars, Bars, Eats, and Adventure. So Damn, okay. that was that came about That's from funny. Garage Squad because I went on and was on a podcast have, and they asked me to come on and and have fun with them do on the show. You have that curious kind of fame, the car fame, where when you go to a car show or you're around one, suddenly everybody knows who you are and they go, "You're the girl from the car show." Only sometimes I haven't. I, I, you know, I, I'm still I'm still lower on the totem pole at no, this point. No, you're so. season four. <laughs> this is the season that you break out. Watch, it's always season four. Hey, where it's they the go, one hour too, so you get a little bonkers. more. Yeah, and we all love Velocity. Yeah. Like, if I could move Car Matchmaker anywhere, it would be to Velocity. That would be exactly where I'd want to be. I love that audience. I like the the shows they're doing. I just love everything that they're doing. It's good people. They're part of the Discovery Channel. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite channels. Yeah. They don't have cop shows on there, though, and I know you like those. I like that. I like Drugs, Inc. 
<laughs> I'm finding he a theme here. <laughs> Saturday nights, he likes to sit on a couch, wrap himself in an afghan, order Mr. Chow, and then watch people get arrested in, in Arkansas and Alabama. That's what he likes. Why do you like that so much? Okay, be, uh, uh, I'm going yeah, to let question. you know right now. Okay. Because it's cops versus robbers. They're, they're, <laughs> they're both about as dumb as each other, except one group is intoxicated and the other's somewhat trained. And it's just so entertaining to see two groups of idiots chase each other around. One's intoxicated on their own ego. Well, both the, of them are. Why do you say the cops are, are idiots? They don't seem like Have you listened to Wait a to second them? here. I think you're looking I, at it through a legal standpoint. See students, like, right? Okay, I shouldn't. I shouldn't but see students. But they... Yes, they and, and, you know, they were like the jocks, and they couldn't... And they're they're like, the C students, that's how I put it. C students. I have nothing but the utmost respect for the men in oh, blue. Nice. And I the women in blue. I you. I'm being but, but you're But you're seeing them through a different lens, right? You're through a legal lens. You're seeing the mistakes they're making when okay. they... I just... I do have an anti-authoritarian streak. I'm always hoping for the criminal to get away with it. Right. right? I think so, we all are. So that's part of the game, too. Is right. Like, oh, God, please, just run a little faster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then once they sign the release, they're fine too. They, you know, you were saying something really funny about traffic stops the other day. It wasn't really funny. It was interesting that once the cop, what is the point? You said when the traffic stop is over, you don't have to listen to the cop right. or the so police officer the, during anymore. During the time of the stop, here I'm playing cop, and once I was, I was very wrongfully pulled over. I was going <laughs> 25 in my GT3, a uh, 911, and the cop pulled me over, and I said. Well, what in God's name am I getting pulled over for? And he said, for for a display of speed. I said, this car is a display of speed standing still. Did I break any laws? Did I go past the speed limit? Did I run a stop sign? He said, no. I said, this what? is bullshit. This is bullshit. And I said, I want to see your supervisor. He said, okay, I'll call my supervisor. And I said, but give me my ticket. I want to sign my ticket. And we kind of had a tug of war over the ticket. <laughs> Why? Well, because he wanted me to be under his control still. So until I signed the ticket... The stop was still ongoing, and he could tell me what to do. Oh. And then once I took the ticket, I could thumb my nose at him. And That's go, true. And once you oh. take the yeah. ticket and sign it. Then the stop was, that stop was complete, and then I didn't have to listen to him anymore. <laughs> really? While, while we were waiting for his supervisor to come. And then so I went to walk away. He said, wait a second. You need to stand here. You can't stand there. I said, tell you what. Why don't you stand over there? You go, I'm going to tell you what to do now. And, uh, Why? Because the stop is I over. Yeah, it was no longer police business. But couldn't he restop you? Like <laughs> no. he's like, well, I'm re, I'm reticketing you. Then You're for now, get for like, shot. Me, and then I so was, did you leave before his supervisor no, showed I up? No, I did what I wanted, and then and then I can. He was steaming because he had to stay there. He had to wait for his <laughs> supervisor, and I was dancing around a tree and saying stuff. To oh, him. Zuckerman! And, uh, and then we ended up making friends later. We ran into really? each other. Yeah, but I do have a problem with authority which yeah. is yeah that's no, why but you, you know we is it just rules in general or is it the people it's rule no, no it's, he it's, is he does with because because I, I don't like rules but really it's what's either, charming so. and funny about him are these stories we all <laughs> wish we were him and we wish we did those things well we wish we actually had the knowledge to be able to do yes those things. only a lawyer yes. knows those lines to play because i don't i could play a couple of the notes just by uh, listening to him but then i'm gonna get i'd be in the back it. of the cop car yeah so. i'm gonna go to jail <laughs> We had a couple run-ins up in Monterey if, uh, a few weeks back in the Volkswagen Police Beetle. You're I brought up my 1970s <laughs> Volkswagen Police really? Beetle. 
It's an old uh, Versberg, Germany police car. Oh, that it's sounds so cool. It's the greatest. So fun. And it's got a siren on it. Oh, and it's got a, a PA that we can yell at traffic. Like, you know, keep moving. There are no parking spots. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, we, we were laughing the whole week up in Monterey. But there was this weird point where we were coming down, what is it, 17-mile road, and we're getting close to the Gooding tent. And there was a beautiful old Alfa Romeo stopped in the middle of the street. Oh, I love us. And uh, there was, was a police, down. an officer behind it. But this was three or four days before the concourse, so there wasn't really any traffic there. Mm. But we come over the hill in the police car, and there's an officer there. So we stop. <laughs> I go, hey, officer, do you need any help? Right? A little joke like <laughs> Professional that. Professional courtesy. Oh, God, and this is great. Suck him and go ahead. Okay, tell, so tell, tell, the tell them what the, the officer is, said to me. Okay, we have all of 36 horsepower in this car. <laughs> yeah, Basically, right. Even we could the, barely get up the hill to come. Down even, the hill. even with your foot on the on the gas, you're coasting. And we come to a stop, <laughs> and he and he cracks wise and says, "Do you need any help here?" And the cop is so overwrought, and he says. You need to slow down and relax, and we're stopped. We're stopped. We're stopped. We're stopped. And he was so. Just is, Why? Is, he was being such a dick. Was he I just like thrown off they, by the whole Volkswagen cop it, car? You know, it was. We noticed it around the whole peninsula that, that the police officers and the security guards were stressed out. Oh, like because there was, because of the car was happening. A state of emergency. He's it's having a state a, of emergency, and the cars weren't even there yet. And there was no. <laughs> They're yelling at us at every time we stop. We're like, "Hey, we need to go to the back lot at Gooding. Keep going. Keep like we were on fire. Keep moving." And I'm looking behind me, and there are no cars behind me. I go, "What are you talking about?" And then, and then he starts to leave, and I couldn't help my natural. Oh my no! Yeah, listen to this. To say, "Fuck you." Oh. And, and, no, and then I look. And the guy goes, what? <laughs> so I floor it. And I go, so, so now you took off. And you floored it and you were going two That's miles right. an hour out of there. <laughs> He's chasing me, just jogging next to us. What did you say to me? But Zuckerman. You, you know, it just came See, have you ever? It just came naturally. You know when I started to really have respect for the police is when I got punched in the face by a police officer in college in Boston. That's when I learned not to mouth off. To police officers. Okay, and I'm going to tell you, there was absolutely no reason for that cop to be to have his knickers in such he a He was knot. nervous. Doesn't that and, piss you off, and, though, when they and, do that? Right, and he has no reason to be screaming. I feel the same yelling, way. Tell, no, he needs to slow down and relax. He needs to chill out, and, and, right, and he and needs to be he told to. to. Maybe he, he loved <laughs> Alfa Romeo's. He was <laughs> really trying I to protect felt, but you know, the car. I think he calmed down. I think he needs to have a little towel snapped on him and, <laughs> and be brought back to reality and relax. I have to buddy. say, I agree with you a little Thank bit, Paul, though, because... I feel like well, sometimes the ego gets yeah. out of control and they just feel like they, right. they have the authority to right. to bully when there's no need to bully. He did yell at us fine. for no reason. He right. did yell at right. us for no and reason. We do go to other countries and we see how, and, and I do respect the police despite everything I'm saying. But <laughs> I, I know also, you do. Believe, I've seen you. I, but I believe that really niceness and courtesy goes so far and, and, and they are right. and police are trained to use a command tone to take control of a situation, but in a situation where it's not required, you don't <laughs> have... Well, they're still using it anyway sometimes right. in yeah. situations yes. where... It, and, it, and it escalates things. It escalates. It, it, instead of calming it, de-escalating, which, mm-hmm. should, in my opinion, should be their MO, right. I think their MO becomes escalation. And it, or right. it's like control, and then people fight against it. As soon as I get bullied, I fight back. Right. If someone bullies me, I'm like, hey, when they have a gun. I never fight back no. when the other person <laughs> yeah, has a gun. That's smart. I, I don't that's do smart. that. Fuck you. <laughs> Never. No, no. No, I did that once, and I got punched right in the side of the head. I the remember. The policeman punched you. I was 19 years old you in Boston. It. You I deserved totally it. deserved it. You deserved right. it. 
I'm a 52-year-old man sitting in a toy car. I don't deserve to be yelled at for nothing. You so deserve to be yelled at, Zuckerman. Everybody who sees Zuckerman should, be, should yell at him and train him. Teach him how to be human. By the way, everywhere we went up in Monterey, people were like, Hey, Spike, Spike's Car Radio, that must be... Zuckerman, where's Zuckerman? Domani, Domani, this, Domani, that. He, he, he makes me a caricature. It says Domani. What, what's the money thing? Zuckerman is uh, all about the money. That's oh. his Making caricature of me. He's made me a caricature. Caricature. Uh, caricature. Caricature. <laughs> and, and I'm supposed to be holding money bags. I've got gap teeth, and I'm a personal injury lawyer, and I'm walking around with money bags. I see it. I yes. kind of see that now. Yes. <laughs> what did you say uh, yesterday right after lunch? You're like, all right, I got to go. I gotta go make the money. I gotta go make money. <laughs> you say this all the time. I like it. I think it's a. I think everybody who hears it thinks about their job and going to work to make the money. We all like to go make the. I money. I mean, that's why we're working. That's right? That's why we're working. That's right. It's not why you do a podcast, by the way. That's no, it's not. Money. You make no money. We're doing this for you folks for free. Free. How do you feel about firemen, by the way. I You're love a bunch firemen. of firemen right Everybody around us right now. Everyone loves the firemen. We all love the Everyone firemen. loves firemen. And Come yeah. on now. All I want to be is that guy on the back of the fire truck steering from the back in that little <laughs> greenhouse. Yeah. So a big fantasy of mine. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to ride on the truck, yeah. you know, any, in anywhere on the it's truck. It's shiny. It's red. These everyone are moves for you. Yes. Yes. Everyone gets out of your way. Who doesn't <laughs> fight All right, Heather, let's talk about cars. What are your favorite cars right now? What do you, what do you dream about? <gasps> well, you what know would what? You, let's say money's no option. Okay, well, money's no option. Then I'm going to get a 1950 Ferrari California Spider. Wow. But I actually, because I love that yeah, car, I think it's great really taste. hot. Sure. Um, See, I like the 250 short wheelbases. Yeah. We're in the same zone. Yeah, here. yeah. Ferrari 250. And that's that look. She gets that it. She gets the look. Like, oh, I just, I would just look, Slayton. wouldn't I look good in that car? Oh, yeah, Someone, yeah, if no, you're listening and you want to buy me the 1950, California Spider, you know, feel glasses. free. We would have heart attacks if we saw you in that car. <laughs> but I'm actually looking at a 65 Mustang right now. Oh, yeah. That I really have you're fallen in love my with. Favorite and it's, it's a light blue color. It's got the oh, pony perfect. interior, blue and white. Right. It's so cool. Ooh, I would it's buy so that right cool. now. Yeah. The pony interior. The pony mm-hmm. interior is the best. And it's yeah. got in punched, in stamped into yep. the vinyl. It does. It's got a it's got the pony. picture of the yes. pony. Is it a convertible? It's or not it a convertible. No, no, it doesn't need to be. You know what? I've had multiple convertibles, and I ended up not really putting the top down as much as I thought. You think nope. you're going to? And maybe as guys, it's different for you because you don't have hair that's going to be messed up. But but but, and you have no hair. No. <laughs> but but as way. a woman, like I think I'm going to put. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put it down. But then no, I'm like, don't. I don't put it down. So no, there's eh. too much sun. I would use yeah. my convertible. I don't need a convertible. Yeah. And who's got this car? So it's in Chicago, and my plan is that when the show wraps, I'm going to drive it back to L.A. Oh, really? And do a road trip. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, Who's yeah. Who's your road dog? I don't Who's going to be your co-pilot? <laughs> are, you, are you volunteering? Yeah. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get shot halfway <laughs> Yeah, that'll be great. He can tell the, tro- the, the, the cops hey, to fuck hey, off. Hey, <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> bam, bam. You're dead. I don't know if I'm going to say that that's okay. Well, actually, you, you know, you are a lawyer, so that could be good. You know, we go through certain states where certain things aren't allowed. I got a lawyer on my side. Wait, so I want to hear more about this card. How did you find it? And how uh, many miles so are on it? One of the mechanics. What? We're not talking to you. One of go the mechanics away. on the show. A weirdo with puka beads <laughs> we, we, and a hat we, like Zuckerman. We do have onlookers talking to us. I don't know. That's, <laughs> this is the downside. Take your cake and get lost. All right. Um, so it's in Chicago. One of the mechanics, it says Brother's Car. So uh-huh. on the show, 
And um, I told him I was looking for a car, and he said, I got the perfect car for you. Oh, And I said, oh, well, yeah, right. You know, let me see it. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, actually, that does look like the perfect car for me. And did you you check it out? I went and checked it out, drove beautifully. Well, you know, with a classic, it's really hard to tell what the mileage really legitimately is. What's showing on the Odo? It's showing 36,000. So I'm going to say it's probably 130. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's in really good condition. Did you drive it? I drove it. It drives wonderfully. What a great fun. Yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah. I'm a, such a huge fan of those cars. Yeah. I, I, love, I love the short seats that don't have a headrest so you can mm-hmm. get real whiplash if you get <laughs> rear-ended. I love the pony interior. I love everything about that car, the deep set. Uh, tack and the speedometer. Yes. Everything yes. about it. And yeah. It's a, and it's like a sky blue with a little it's a sky metal blue. Flake. Yep. Yep. With the metal flake. Exactly. Oh, it's exactly. So it just so it drives nice. It looks it's, cool. It's 1965 and at on the beach in California. Yeah. Perfect for right. And here. it's good for me. I you know as you know I don't want a car that's going to be too complicated too. If things no. if things right, go right. wrong with it, no. I feel more comfortable with this car than I would it's with something that was European little, or something. You're going to be a little hot in it. I'm putting AC in it. You are. Mm-hmm. That's good. I've noticed that all of these vintage cars, I don't know if you're like this, Suckerman, but all of my old stuff kind of gets sidelined in the summer. Yeah. And I drive like the, anything that's got AC, like the GT3. And then in the winter, I get in the old stuff because yeah. the temperatures that makes are sense. Right. Now, You have to be comfortable if you get to be middle-aged as we are now. I've always hated this. I've always hated this. Even when I first moved here, I bought a Cougar XR7 convertible. That had no uh, mm. no fabric in the top. It just had the metal rims. Oh, really? I loved that car, white with black. But I also had an old Jeep Cherokee that had AC, and I would, you know, depending on how hot it is, because you can get jammed here. You're in a traffic jam for an hour and a half in an old you Mustang. Are hot. It makes you hate the car, and I don't want to feel that way about the car. I, yeah, you know I don't want to I mean? feel that way. That's why I was like, I can't, I can't take this car. How much does this car cost? In. Wow! Well, no, I, 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 she doesn't. She doesn't buy this car. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's already. It's because already. You know what? It's already bought. You, it's a, you, you already bought it. I already put a deposit on the car. Yeah. You can't that get it. Mean yeah, yeah. Good for you. It's not. It's already happening. <laughs> She's impulsive. She got it and she Good. drove it home. That's an. Well, you know what? Okay, when you feel it. like you want to do something, I say you just do Why it. Why not? You, you know what? Life is one time. as I know. Driving home with a season of a TV show under your belt in your new car is a pretty heady, wonderful experience. Yeah. I've done that. I've done it. To plan, it's the, gr- to it's stop. the greatest. Seriously, I'm Goofy, excited. Weird roadside exactly. You made. You got your money we're gonna in the do trunk. Some, I'm going to definitely do some Route 66. Yep, got some plans wow. on that. Yeah. Really and you're going to do stuff. this by yourself? No, not by, not by myself. You have to have a co-pilot. Who's yeah, coming yeah. with you? My boyfriend. Your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And there goes know? the fantasy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, folks. Is he going to drive or are you going to drive? Oh, I'm going to be driving. You're going to drive. Is he okay with that? Well, you know, I might get tired, I guess, at some point. <laughs> oh, it's another dogfight, ladies and gentlemen. He's apologizing. Wow. I don't know if he's apologizing to the dog okay, owner. But so the dogs seem like they're here to guard oh, and so fight that with other dogs. Of some, either the five or ten essential right. road trip rules with a boyfriend. We can help you with this. So what uh, are these rules? Well, <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Well, of course, because when, when the driver is driving, they're driving the right way. 
Right. Okay? There's there's so there's no there's no backseat driving. There's no being critical when you're not the driver. You can only have good spirits, no rotten attitude. Driver then, chooses the music. Yes, driver chooses the music. <laughs> that's all that's no important to me. Rotten attitude. There's no yeah, rotten you don't attitude. Want to be in the car with somebody who's pouting in a bad oh, no. mood. I wouldn't take anyone who's going to pout. Experience here. I've done plenty of. Uh, Are you the powder, or were you with other no, people pouting? No, you got to be fun. You got to be fun on the road. Of course. Well, fun. yeah. She sounds like she's going to well, be Well, yeah, I'm excited. I don't know about him is the question. Well, what? if not, then he gets, he's going to be left on the side that's of the road, right. huh? Wow. <laughs> that's right. So you Anybody's not him. having fun, they're out of the car. Right, so he's got to be he's good gotta be a fun pilot. Guy. He's got to pack <laughs> the snacks and the cooler. Is he a good driver? Listen, anyone is this guy a good driver? who's going to just put up with my whims like that, is this <laughs> they're, they're fun. Tell me, Heather, honestly, be, be truthful now. Is he a good driver? What what car- are you what, a, what, are you a what means driver? good driver in your opinion? Are you a better my driver term than of him? Good driver is assertive driving, and some people don't like my style of driving because I'm assertive. I get out there, I get in front of people, I I, I have my foot on okay. the pedal. So you're better, clearly. In my opinion, better <laughs> is faster. So yes, <laughs> more you know more capable, like. You know, but some, some people. Pe- yeah, some people I drive with are very nervous on the road, and there's especially when I'm driving. There's a lot of people. You know, all right. I'm talking about my wife. Well, Every she's t- putting the brake on. She's in the hitting the brake. She's going. <gasps> oh, I hate that. Been, I hate when people do that. I've had ten years of <gasps> bounce around. Now, Freaks is, me out because they yeah. scare me. Yes. They're going to cause yes. an accident when they exactly. do that. Exactly. I agree. I turn. I go. What? And now my eyes are off the road. No, See, I have not that's exactly. Not, that's one of the rules. The passenger can't be pressing the brakes. No, I've not been in an accident. Or grab the steering wheel. Since oh. I was a teenager, no, any of these things. This guy is going to behave himself. He's got to like your driving. Yeah, you know, everyone has to behave themselves if they get in the car. You know, I've had plenty of people who get upset when they get in the car with me. If you get in the car, you've already just the, the disclaimer is already. You got in with me. Shut up and deal with it. There you go. Well, Heather. <laughs> It's so nice of you to come out here and hang so out with us in Malibu. Here. I'm very excited about season four of your show. I'm going to watch season one, though. I want to start right from the very beginning and watch all the shows. I'm not in you. season one, so just skip to season two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to watch you grow up. There was no season one. <laughs> I want to watch you grow up on camera. All right. From well, you can see that. a little seven-year-old up to where you are now. <clears throat> the show, again, is called Garage Squad. It's uh, Wednesdays at 10 p.m. on the Velocity Channel. 10 p.m. Eastern Time and Pacific Time. Uh, you Central people, well, I'm sorry. Oh. You have to figure it out on your own. <laughs> on your own. You can but. figure it out because you guys can go and follow me on Twitter at HeatherStormLA. Yeah. Oh, she's plugging herself, yep, Zuckerman. I am. Go ahead. She's going to plug. You plug. Go ahead. You plug. The real Zuckerman. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Zuckerman and I love to harass each other on Instagram, so you'll see us bickering constantly. All there. right. Well, I'll harass you guys as well. <laughs> and, uh, I'm at Spike first, and you know where I am. We'll see you next time on Spike's Car Radio. In order to feel comfortable that you're getting a fair price, you need pricing context. Information that empowers you to feel confident with True Car. You'll see what other people in your local market paid for the car you want. From there, you can connect with a local True Car certified dealer and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Using True Car, you can easily find the car you want. True Car will show you what other people in your area paid for the car you want. Now you know what a fair price is, so you can feel confident. Once you register, you'll see real pricing on actual inventory. This is competitive pricing offered to you only by a True Car certified dealer for an actual vehicle on their lot. It's pricing you'll see before going to a dealership so you can feel confident when you show up. With TrueCar, you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick, easy buying experience. 
TrueCar customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with TrueCar certified dealers. TrueCar users save an average of $3,000 off MSRP. Wow, that is a lot of dough. And when you're ready to buy, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states, and I'm not going to tell you which features or which states. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app, or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com.